We are reaching the conclusion of the 2023 season with one last game left against the Green Bay Packers, a game in which maybe there's still a lot of things to be decided as far as Matt Eberflus, Justin Fields' future. We're going to talk about that, plus the Bears being officially now eliminated from playoff contention, plus Matt Eberflus's comments on his job security and a little bit of the mailbag. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host, Sarah Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So that's something that's a topic that's going to be until it's not. I think that's just the way to word it is, you know, Justin Fields' future with the Chicago Bears. We get everybody weighing in on it, even after his performance in this past Sunday's game in a win in which he was the most dynamic version of himself. You know, Justin Fields is not perfect, and we all know that, right? He has tons of things he needs to improve on. But in Sunday's game, Justin Fields was one of the deciding factors coming out decisively and picking apart that Atlanta Falcons defense. Um, with his pat, with his arm, and then doing it with his legs later on. And I think sometimes Justin Fields is always going to be judged by what he is not. And to his credit, his teammates again between Kyler Gordon, uh, Eddie Jackson, who's really talked glowingly about Justin Fields, DJ Moore, who continues to back him. And it comes down to it is that Justin Fields continues to get the benefit or the the support from his his players, and they want him here. Now it's going to be decided by Ryan Poles, Kevin Warren on what they're going to do with the future of this team and what the next version of this team as they continue to rebuild looks like, whether that means going after a quarterback with the number one overall pick, which I still think you guys already know. I'm going to say it every episode just to make sure people remember. I do think that the Bears should hold on to Justin Fields. There's a couple of reasons why. We actually have a really good voicemail going into it that I'm going to play here later on in the show. But overall is that if the Bears have built a really solid foundation here. And I like what Ryan Poles has done. I talked about that on yesterday's episode. When it comes down to it, like when you have the guy who has respect in the locker room and other players coming out to support, former players coming out to support Justin Fields, you know, not that that should be the end-all, be-all, but I do think that it says a lot. Right now, you're not going to get a lot of teammates as well saying bad things about the current quarterback, especially with the chance that he comes back. But at the end of the day, man, I do think that while it seems like there's still some uh, questions around what's going on with the coaching staff, what's going on with Justin Fields. A lot of you guys even um, mentioned, and I want to kind of talk about this, is that, well, if you keep on, if you keep Justin Fields, you have to keep Luke Getty. And I just don't understand that, right? When you look at what Luke Getty has done, and part of the reason why the Bears have been you know, eliminated from playoff contention is that when you look at, at it, it's just, listen, the, the route concepts for the Chicago Bears are one of the most simplistic and nonsensical route concepts that that exists. And so while Justin Fields, you know, has a limited amount of options to throw to and still has definitely room that he needs to grow in his game, to look at Luke Getzey and say, hey, just because we're in the rebuild, oh, we don't want Justin Fields to learn another offense. Listen, Justin Fields is going to learn offenses throughout his whole entire NFL career. And guess what? When you have an offense that's stagnant and not working, what is the sense that it makes to say, oh, well, we're going to have to keep keep Luke Getzey if we keep Justin Fields? You don't want Justin Fields to, to learn another offense. You absolutely want Justin Fields to learn another offense when the offense is trash and the concept is trash, when you don't take advantage of some of the best skill set from some of the players that you have on the team. It makes no sense. Now, that's to not say that maybe there's a world in which the Chicago Bears do hold on to Luke Getzey. I think it's stupid. I think it's nonsensical. I even think that, you know, holding on to Matt Eberflus has his own questions. 
But when you look at the thing and what it comes down to, and while I hear you guys and saying things like, oh, you you, you don't want to, you want to go through another offensive coordinator to be his third offense? Yes. Because at the end of the day, regardless if it's Justin Fields here or not, Luke Getze has shown himself to not be a competent offensive coordinator outside of some stretches. And especially when the Bears are playing with the lead, it gets better at times like that. But at the end of the day, like I said, look at the route concepts between a Luke Getze offense and pick any other offense in the NFL when it comes down to it. Right. So it, it it's it's a lot lacking there when it comes down to it. And that's not it's not all on Luke Getze's offense. Again, Justin Fields absolutely has rooms and areas that he needs to continue to grow in as a player for him to get to what he ultimately wants to get to in a player that he wants to be. But at the same time, you need to put those players in the best situation possible. And like I've talked about all season long, it's not even just about the Justin Fields of it all. It's also about whoever you bring to this offense, uh, uh, you know, d- developing Roshan Johnson, another young wide receiver that you bring to this team. Uh, pretend, uh, if it even was another young quarterback you bring to this team, you cannot tie Luke Getze to the Chicago Bears just because they, they came in and said it's a we're in a rebuild and you don't want Justin Fields to have to learn another offense. Listen, this this is NFL. These are professionally played players. Part of their whole entire careers are going to be learning new offenses, learning new concepts. And guess what? Even some of the the teams that have had this or the the the, the quarterbacks that have the same coach for years and years and years still had to learn new concepts as they as the good coaches continue adapting that system to what the defenses are doing. So. That's just part of the development. That is part of what you want from a quarterback is the ability to learn new offenses and implement those and go through it. It's not this thing where people, everybody tries to worry like, oh, well, you got to learn a new offense. That means it's going to be four weeks until uh, uh, it's going to be a month or two before we really can, can really see him uh, grasp the, the playbook. No, that's not what it is. You have to go through, and especially if they make this decision early, that is why whatever this Bears team does with their coaching staff, the decision has to be made early in the offseason. So that way you can come in, you can have your coach, they can figure out what they're going to do, they can they can get that playbook and start developing that playbook. And keep in mind too, really good offensive coordinators are adding to their playbook all throughout the year. It's not like you come in with a playbook and just nothing changes in that from year to year or even within that same season. So I think sometimes fans kind of underrate just how smart these players are in the NFL, how well that they can adapt, adapt to changes and how, how often they adapt to changes just week in and week out anyway. Again, when you have a competent offensive coordinator, we haven't been doing a lot of that here, uh, you know, with the Chicago Bears. But, you know, at the end of the day, there's a lot of questions, and every question that, that is out there for the Chicago Bears, for Justin Fields, is legit to a degree. And I think that it, it comes down to Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles really making a, a decision about the future and what this team needs to be. And even if that sometimes means you may have to take a small step back initially to take a really big leap forward, that's sometimes what you have to do. And we'll see if Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren are willing to take that and what that step back to step forward eventually looks like as well. Now, uh, the, the Bears were officially eliminated from playoff contention, and I don't want that to take away from the growth that we've seen over the course of this, this offseason. I mean, this season. We, yes, while eliminated and while, you know, us here in this panel on this channel really thought that this was going to be a year that the Bears could contend for playoff, and I guess in, in some way that they did, right? Um, the fact that we were still in contention for playoffs this far into the season, you know, says something about the growth that this team has had this season because the growth has been there. Has it been exactly what we wanted it to be? No, nah, you know, and, you know, this season started off extremely rough, and a big part of the slow, rough, the rough start was in part to some of Justin Fields' mistakes. It was some into, into do off-field, on-field stuff, stuff like that. 
we've had a such a crazy season when you look at what the Bears have gone through, through the Allen uh, Williams thing, uh, you know, through the Matt Eberflus, through Justin, down, uh, Justin Fields going down with injury, Tyson Bajan having to step up, all the injuries we've had in the secondary and in other players on the offensive line, the Nate Davis thing going on, right? Khalil Herbert going down, Deontay Foreman being healthy scratches, coming back, things like that. Like, it's been a season to be a Chicago Bears fan and a rough one at that. And being eliminated from playoff contention, yeah, it's it's something you, you got to look at uh, parts of what Matt Eberflus has done, parts of what, what Luke Getze has done, parts of just the team overall. But at the end of the day, this team has really shown a, a, a ability to maybe make some some really good steps forward. Look at what we have gone. TJ Edwards has been an absolute dog. The trade for Montez Sweat is great for the present and the future of the Chicago Bears. We've seen players like Javon Dexter continue to grow over the season. Tyreek Stevenson going from a cornerback that was getting picked on early to now being a defensive rookie of the year threat, leading his position group uh, amongst rookies and some defensive rookies overall in a lot of key stats. Um, Terrell Smith, his growth of being a player that the Bears drafted to being somebody that we are legitimately looking forward to. Jalen Johnson coming into the season initially like, oh, he wanted to get paid and then the trade deadline and all those type of things and now wanting to stay a Bear. Things have happened for the Chicago Bears team. DJ Moore, Justin Fields, that connection, right? That the growth that that happened there. Darnell Wright working out for the Chicago Bears. This this been a, has been a season where you can still take a lot of good from it, even though that the Bears have been eliminated from playoff contention. And that's kind of a transitional year. Now we need to build upon some of those really good parts and pieces that we have to build a cohesive team. And that's up to Kevin Warren. That's up to Ryan Poles. And yeah, it sucks. You know, if had the Bears played better. Uh, you not gave up so many big leads, double-digit leads in the fourth quarter early in the season, we could be talking about a Bears team that could be playing for something meaningful in the last game of the season as far as them trying to get into postseason play. But let's not make that overlook the fact that we still have a meaningful game left because we can play spoiler to the Green Bay Packers. And that's a big thing that I would love to see because uh, we haven't won in Lambeau Field for a while there. But overall, uh, like this season has its up and downs. Covering it on this show has been great. Having the daily content. Um, but, you know, we got some we got some really big things to do, to do and decide this offseason, like I talked about. And we're going to be covering it here at a very high level here at Chicago Bears Central. We say we're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And I guarantee you this offseason is where you're going to feel that at the most because we're bringing it. Um, we're going to be bringing this content uh, fast to you guys. And uh, we, we hope that everybody appreciated it, appreciates it and that we can really continue to do what we aimed to do when we when we started this channel. And that is be the best Chicago Bears um, YouTube channel and podcast out there. We got things that we need to grow on. I don't think that anybody here uh, overlooks the fact that we have growth that we need to do internally here at, at, at the play, uh, with hosting the channel. And we're going to bring that as well. We're going to grow as the Chicago Bears grow. And regardless of whatever that future for the Chicago Bears looks like, one thing that you can bet on, Chicago Bears Central is going to be here to go through it. Now, one of the things that we want to know who's going to be here to go through it is Matt Eberflus. Will he be here next season to keep being the head coach of the Chicago Bears? And, look, and Matt Eberflus had this to say. Like I said many times, my eyes are forward on the corrections of this game. Uh, he said this to Courtney Cronin. I really don't pay attention to that. And I'm, I'm a football coach, right? So I, I know there's always going to be noise out there, good or bad. And if you listen to either one of them, guess what? You ain't doing your job. And for me, doing my job is focusing on the man in that locker room and the coaches and the development of the Chicago Bears. And that's what I'm going to do. And I, I do appreciate the quote from Matt Eberfus. And, you know, while I'm a guy who I would love to see the Bears move on from Matt Eberfus as a head coach, even with my own wants of that, I can acknowledge what Matt Eberfus has done well here. Developing rookies. He's done a really good job at 
uh, bringing, uh, uh, trusting young players and rookies to have big parts of the rotation. He's done that since he's been here, building up confidence of the young players as well. You know, bringing in the spirit of competition, leaving it up in training camp to not necessarily where you were drafted at, but what do you bring to this football team? Since he's taken over his defensive play calling, we've talked about we've had a top eight defense in the NFL since week nine. And that was, yeah, a little bit after, right? And Coles inside with Montez Sweat coming here, but it also Coles inside with young players uh, getting, getting healthy and the secondary getting healthy as well. And he's done some good here. And I don't want to make it seem like even through me wanting or would love to see the Chicago Bears move on to a different head coach, that does not stop me from acknowledging some of the, the, the good that Matt Eberflus has done while he's here. Now, yeah, he does leave much to be desired, but he was a rookie head coach. And that may be why the Chicago Bears are open and interested in bringing him back, because at the end of the day, you know, this guy can still grow just like Justin Fields can still grow, just like Roshan Johnson can still grow, just like, hell, Jalen Johnson still has room for growth as well as Tyreek Stevenson and Jaquan Brisker, right? These guys still have room to grow and develop. And I think sometimes we forget that coaches can have that as well. And I do think that, you know, a disservice was done in a way, right? bringing in two rookie coordinators who had never really called plays before to a rookie head coach. There's something to be said about that just not maybe being the best way to support a rookie head coach and bringing in maybe uh, veteran offensive co- um, veteran coordinators on both sides of the ball that had more situational awareness who have been there, done that. Maybe that would have been the better move to help support Matt Eberflus. And maybe that's what Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles are looking at with uh, Matt Eberflus and his future here. Now, we did have a comment from uh, Brad Biggs uh, in regards to Matt Eberflus, and he said this. In discussions about what the Bears would do with Eberflus, one of the pushbacks to retaining him is the idea that if the Bears draft a quarterback in the first round, and I wouldn't discount that possibility, are creating a situation where the coach is under pressure to succeed with a rookie quarterback. There's an alternative here, though, uh, though, and that is the current po- power structure. Chairman George McCaxey, President CEO Kevin Warren, and maybe most importantly, GM Ryan Poles are more comfortable enough with Eberflus at this point that the coach won't enter 2024 on a win-now mandate whether the Bears are rolling with fields or a rookie quarterback. All I'm saying is that the inside Hallis Hall, the perspective might not be that Eberflus is under pressure next season, no matter what which quarterback the team has. That's a powerful quote. To come in and say that Matt Eberflus has security regardless of what we do, again, that may point towards what they, how they view Matt Eberflus as somebody who was a rookie head coach and is still learning on the job. Bears fans, I know we've had it. A lot of us have had it with Matt Eberflus. Some also see what Matt Eberflus has done with this defense, the fact that we've doubled our wins. If we win uh, on Sunday against the Green Bay Packers, that's eight wins after a three-win season. That's almost tripling your wins if you would have got one more win in there. And, you know, the Bears were in games where they could have done that. Now, I do think that some of the games we lost was because of coordinators and uh, coaching overall, some of that falling back on Matt Eberflus. But that may be the mindset that this team has going forward in looking at, hey, that we got we got to give this guy a chance. And maybe you don't want to go to another head coach this early in a rebuild, and that's perfectly fine. Ryan Poles did set the expectation three to four years. And so maybe we'll see what that what happens with Matt Eberflus. But I do think hearing that more and more that there's more confidence around Hallis Hall to bring in, uh, well, to keep on Matt Eberflus, it may say something about the coaching uh, that, uh, that they think they could get in here. It may say something like, hey, Let's take a let, much like I say. Let's get a better offensive coordinator and really see what this offense can be. Let's get Matt Eberflus some better veteran support and the coordinators, and then let's see what he can bring. So maybe that's what this team's looking at. Let me know what you guys think on all that down below. But with that said, we got two voicemails I want to play uh, today in the mailbag. This first one, this one's from Dewan. Hey, this your boy Dewan from the low end of Chicago, Chi-town up there now. I was calling in because I just wanted to say a uh, good victory, you know, against the Atlanta Falcons. I know everybody still feels 
bit on Justin Fields and everything, but I just had a quick question. What if we decided to see Justin Fields, right? He can do his fourth year, and his fifth-year option is uh, taking the time, but he doesn't do good. We get the draft pick, you know, trade away the first, you know, and I'm not saying look at this draft or next year's draft. What about the draft when Arch Manning come out? Everybody want a quarterback. Uh, Justin Fields this, Justin Fields that. Uh, we should have Caleb Williams. Oh, uh, what about Drake May? Like they said, quarterbacks come out every year. And guess who's coming out in two years? Arch Manning. So I think they need to uh, slow down with getting rid of Justin Fields and doing all this talk because they're talking about Caleb Williams, a generational talent shit. I think Arch Manning will be a generational talent, too, when he come out from Texas. So Chicago up, Bear Dam. Just had a quick question. What if he decides to hold on to Justin Fields until Arch Manning come out of Texas? You know, great point there on the Bears. Keeping Justin Fields through his fourth and fifth year option. And that's kind of what Bobby said one time when we had an episode is that everybody talks about resetting the rookie clock where you can really give Justin Fields this full five years at a rookie scale deal. And like you said, there's always going to be another quarterback. Arch Manning could definitely be your target. There could be other ones in the future. You never know who's going to rise and fall over that time. So you really do as a as, and that's something that a GM and, and as you're running a football team, you have to future project. And so there's something to be said about let's see what Justin Fields uh brings over fourth and fifth year how he grows and then we can make a decision on that while you're doing that though you're improving your offensive line you're improving your weapons you're improving your coaching you're developing the players that you've already had here right so that that way if and when you do move on from justin fields you are then walking that that quarterback is coming into a much more solid situation in which they can thrive maybe right away and you can really see what you have in them so again very well balanced thought out process and it really leaves the bears and kind of puts the onus on justin fields as well how do you develop over these last two years of your contract i get it a lot of bears fans are upset they're over it they're ready for it to be done they're ready to move in to the next phase with a shiny new quarterback but i do think that there is something to be said about what you laid out here and that being a realistic thing that the chicago bears do going forward great voicemail there let's get into this next one this one's from fred yo what up ladies man how you doing man it's your boy fred man happy new year to you your family and the guys there at Bear Country, man. You know, let's keep on doing it, man. Hey, I just want to say good win for the Bears, man. They did their thing yesterday, and especially Justin Fields. I know the, the game he played yesterday, he shut all the damn uh, hating-ass media motherfuckers up and all that off. We're going to trade Fields and, and get another quarterback bullshit. Because like I told you, he ain't going away. That's our quarterback. He's going to build around this young man. We're going to get him a better line for weapons, better coaches, and few pieces on the defense. And we're going to take off next next season, man. So now I just want to just win and get some fun, man. Packers, you know what I'm saying? I watched that game Sunday night against the Vikings. And, you know, with the Vikings, they just the Vikings. So, I mean, they're all right, though. But I think we're, we're a better team now than we were week one against them. And I think we got a chance to go up there in Lambeau and put our foot in their ass and let everybody put the league on notice, let everybody know that the Bears are coming next season and Justin Fields is here. So once we, you know, get the right coordinator for him to play to his strength and everything and let him do his thing and let him be comfortable and free, we we, 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 we give him some weapons, we good. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just I'm just looking forward to us, you know what I'm saying, being that thing that I know we can be. And I get praise to Ryan Poles for doing what he did, you know, it may not be what, what we wanted them to do, but he's doing the thing as a GM, and he's doing the thing, right? And I got to give him props for that. And I was glad to see him and Kevin Warren at the game yesterday to see, you know, what they think, me, and, and, and what 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 got to be done. 
and say I believe to you guys, man. Abundance of prosperity for you and yours. And keep doing what I'm doing because I love calling him show and, you know, talking to you guys or whatever because this is way better than me calling to ESPN or some shit like that, though. So I just want to know now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder what the main media got to say about Justin Fields. Because watch they going to find some little, little negative thing to say because he got sacked and he got fumbled, which I didn't understand. And I'm like, okay, this is the fourth quarter. We got one minute left. Why we not run the, the ball to run the clock out? So that on there was, was bad coaching on Luke Gessie me. Because I can't wait to get the fuck up out of here. I mean, we'll get Luke Gessie bitch ass up out of here. So maybe Matt Eberflus, if he gets this win against Green Bay, he probably stays. So who knows? So do you think he'll still be Chicago's out and they get better coaches? Let me know what you think, man. Building around Justin Fields, you guys know how I feel about it. I've talked about this ad nauseum at this point. I do think that that's the right move for now. And then you see what you have. I'm, and I think sometimes when you say that, like especially the Justin Fields haters, they hear you say anything that's not fire Justin now. And it's like, that doesn't mean you hold on to him forever. But Justin Fields is showing flashes. And you want to see those flashes turn into a consistent thing. And then you can make your long-term decision. But right now, it may be the best decision for the Chicago Bears to hold on to Justin Fields. That's what I think. That's what a lot of Bears fans think. But then on the other side, like I've said before and laid it out, I like to always talk about things from two sides. The other side of this is the fact that the Bears' defense and the Bears are moving in the right direction. And because of that, they may not be in a position to draft a quarterback high just by the nature of the defense improving so much and Justin Fields having enough weapons to where we're winning enough games, but maybe you're still not necessarily convinced he's the guy to get you through a deep playoff and hopefully at some point a Super Bowl run. And then the Bears have to ask themselves, by the time we get to that point, are we going to be so deep in this that maybe we don't have the assets to trade? Maybe we don't want to give it up. Maybe, Maybe we're not drafting high. You know, there's a lot of different permutations that can happen with this, and that's why future projecting as a GM is important. And so we end up seeing what happens with that, man. But great voicemail there. As far as the win over the Packers, I would love to see it. Let's spoil those goddamn cheese heads thing. But the Bears haven't won at Lambeau Field since 2015. So this would be a historic win for that to happen, man. And um, let's hope that it does. Like, like I said before, be here on the live stream if we win against the Green Bay Packers because that live stream is going probably going to be the best one that you've seen from Chicago Bears Central. But, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Central at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and or voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, Shy Town Up, but Bear Down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.